listening to the Loving BDSM podcast, mini episode number eight. It's me, Kill Lords, alone this week, but I'm alone in the new office. So isn't that cool as shit? I think so. This week, we're talking about a few ways to show gratitude for each other in your DS relationship. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. If you love what you hear, we'd love a good review wherever you listen to us to help other kinksters find us. You can follow the show on Twitter at Loving BDSM, on FetLife at Loving BDSM PC, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, Loving DS and the number one, that's Loving DS one, or on YouTube at youtube.com slash Loving BDSM. All links are in the show notes. So this week's mini-sode comes from a post I wrote back in 2018 that also had a companion podcast episode that was one of our typical long episodes all about gratitude. Uh, John Brownstone and I very much feel that gratitude should be in any relationship, but because of some of the structure of power exchange relationships, there are people who don't always see it that way. And we would fundamentally disagree with those people. Um, It does not make you any less dominant of a partner to show that you appreciate your um, submissive. And if you are a submissive, it is absolutely okay one to want to show appreciation for the things that your dominant does for you and also to expect a certain amount of gratitude and acknowledgement of what you do um as a submissive so in this episode i'm gonna run through some different ways you can show gratitude in a ds relationship is it everything no because it's never everything it's okay if you have other ideas beyond this in the show notes of this episode, um, we I'll link to the actual blog post that I'm this episode's coming from um, if you want to kind of read, if that's a little bit easier for you. And I'll link to the past podcast episode so you can do a deeper dive and hear what John Brownstone and I think about the importance of gratitude in DS relationships. So here we go. The first one is say thank you. Okay, this probably should sound obvious. And to many of you, it does. But to some people, it does not. Um, There is a belief, one that we disagree with, that you don't have to say thank you in DS. Um, The thinking being that the dominant tells the submissive what to do and the sub does it. And so why should they get a thank you? They were told to do it. Um, Well, because it's rude not to. (laughs) Do I think that every partner should fawn all over the other partner and go, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for everything you do, thank you. First of all, if that works for you, great. For me, that would be too much. I'd be like, okay, I need you to like calm the hell down. But to acknowledge that your partner has done something for you and you are grateful that they did that thing because let me remind you, it is all about consent. You, just because your submissive is expected to do a thing, they could at any point stop, turn to you and go, get your own fucking cup of coffee, okay? They could, they don't. So showing gratitude is, it's acknowledging their service, it's appreciating their service. And quite frankly, it makes sure that it, you know, it keeps resentment from growing. The The times I've been resentful of anybody in my life, whether that was a partner or a boss, 
was when they could not bend just a little bit to acknowledge I did a thing and I, maybe I did it well. To not be able to say thank you. Mm, yeah, I'm not here for that. Let's go to another one. Acknowledge your partner's efforts. So there's different ways of doing this. The, the few that come to mind are things like saying, good job, like you did that thing, you did the thing, okay? I'm so proud of you, you did the thing. Um, sometimes they, one of your partner, a partner tries and comes up short, you'll do it better next time. Thank you for even trying. I have said that to John Brownstone. He you know, was trying to help me out and he was doing like some task that I would normally do and he did not do it the way I would normally do it. And he needed my help or I've, you know, maybe I had to redo it or whatever. I'm still gonna acknowledge that he put the effort in because he didn't have to. You know, that's the thing we have to remember is no matter what our power exchange agreement is, we don't have to do anything. And we certainly don't have to help in ways that we don't normally help. So when you acknowledge the effort that your partner puts in, not in a condescending way, in a in a truly like full hearted, like, thanks for even trying. I appreciate that you even thought of it, you know, that is important. And people carry that with them and they feel better the next time something comes up and they're more willing to help the next time something comes up and they know that you see them and appreciate them for the person they are, not just what they do for you in your power exchange role. That's, that is powerful in my opinion. Uh, another thing that you can do to show gratitude is to notice both the small things and the big things. It's very easy to notice the big things. Oh my gosh, you bought me a car. Thank you. Nobody's ever bought. Well, that's not true. Somebody wants to buy me a car, but that's a big thing. But it's the small things, you know. Um, John Brownstone knew I wanted to read a book that he also wanted to read and he handed it to me first. You read it first. That's a small thing. He didn't have to do that. Um, he has absolutely driven out of his way many, many miles to get me a food item that I really like. That's a slightly bigger thing. Um, when you acknowledge those things, what you're saying to your partner is, I see you. I see the effort you're putting into this. And I am thankful for that effort. That not only feels good when you're the one on the receiving end of that, it makes it easier to put that effort in next time. And ultimately relationships thrive on the effort we both put into them. Everybody involved in a relationship applies effort, then that relationship can grow and thrive. And making it easier to want to do that, knowing that your efforts are seen keeps a relationship strong. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so here's another one. Offer to help. So I have struggled with, I'm really quick to offer my help, like too much so, to my own detriment. I am that person who's like, how can I help? What do you need? I'm here for you. Yes, but accepting help, very, very difficult. And it took me a long time with John Brownstone to let him help me. Um, it tells me one thing, he does not think he is so big, bad and important as the dominant that he can't help. That's important to know. Um, me personally, I am not here for partners with massive egos that think they are too important to do the small things that keep life running, okay? Um, it's also a trust building kind of thing. It's right up there with acknowledgement. It's right up there with keeping a relationship on track and thriving and growing. Um, offering to help is one part of it and being willing to accept that offer of help 
is another thing. And I know this isn't about roles because I know there are dominants who are uncomfortable with being asked if they need help because they somehow think that they are supposed to be strong and in control and able to do everything. And sometimes, you know what, you just need help. Whether that's, do you need help organizing this thing? Or do you need me to make that phone call for you? Would that make your life a little bit easier? Or seeing that your partner is struggling and the struggle is what's, you know, hurting their their mental health or making, you know, making life a little bit difficult for them. And you have the ability to step in and go, do you need some help? Now, I would always ask, do not assume, because sometimes what your partner wants is not your help. They they want you to see that that they're struggling and maybe they just want to talk about it. But that offer to help means that you don't think that you are so far above them or below them that you can't give that part of yourself. And I consider it a, a sign of gratitude. And also, especially when you accept the help and then you say, thank you. Thank you. Those are really great words to know. Thank you. Um, another great phrase to know is I'm sorry, but that's another, that's another thing for another time. Um, one, another way to show your gratitude is to heap praise on one another. I don't like false praise. False praise is not cool. I don't want you to tell me what you think sounds good. I don't, if I, if it feels fake, it's just gross and I don't like it. I don't, I don't want that. And I, there are some people out there who, who love that. I'm not one of them. Um, I want the praise to feel genuine. Um, I want it to be meaningful. I did a thing, you know, he did a thing. Let me tell you how great you did at that. And it doesn't have to be something big. You know, when John Brownstone cooks a really good meal, I'm going to tell him that dinner was really good. You know, when he (laughs) keeps his cool with a teenager and it reduces some of the stress in this house, I'm going to say later, you did a good job there. I know that was hard. I know you, you wanted to like dropkick that child, but you know what? You did not get all loud and shouty and we were able to have a good conversation and thank you for that. Not just, Hey, you did that good for you, but also thank you for that. We're encouraging the kind of things we want people to see while also building up their self-esteem so that they know their importance in our lives. Like gratitude does a lot of stuff and it comes in a lot of different forms. So um, the other thing I would say is, yes, submissives should receive some sort of praise, even though they're doing what they were, quote, told to do, what they're, quote, supposed to do. Let me remind you, they can withdraw their consent at any time. They can choose not to do that. Now, there might be consequences based on the power exchange that you have. I get that. But it is easier to do something for somebody, for the relationship that's good for ourselves, when every so often we get praise for it. We get acknowledgement of that. Somebody like sees us and sees our efforts. That's meaningful. Another way, hugs. Now, not everybody's into hugs and I totally respect that. Um, But sometimes a hug is easier than words. Um, Sometimes a hug communicates support and you know, I'm here with you and I know this is a rough time. And sometimes it's like, yay, I love a happy hug. A happy hug is my favorite hug because I mean, something good has happened and we gonna hug it out. Um, if you, and it doesn't have to be a hug. It can just be like a small touch. You know, John Brownstone is really great at rubbing my butt. I am really great at rubbing the top of his head now that he keeps his hair short. He loves that. And it's just that's it's a silent form of communication. It doesn't require deep, meaningful conversations. 
it's a point of connection um, when paired with like a really big smile or something else that's clearly indicative of you did good. Um, it, it communicates a lot and without a lot of words. So if you um, are a hugger or are willing to be a hugger with the right partner, go for hugs. This last one is the one that I struggle with, but has been very meaningful in uh, our relationship. And that is to say you were right. So we have a joke around here that it's my baby girl self. And I will say, you know, if we just start from the premise that I was right, our lives would be a lot easier. Now, am I right some of the time? Yes, I'm right more often than I'm not right. But let's be clear, there are times I'm definitely wrong. Um, but it is actually more, <laughs> that's an ego thing. I was right. Mm-mm. You get into that disagreement, that little verbal tussle with your partner. They, especially as a submissive, dominant partner makes a decision. You didn't agree with it. You didn't love it. You were sure it was like the worst decision and they were right. And it came out just fine. And it worked better than you thought it would, whatever. Say, you were right. You were right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you goes well with any of these. Just like, just do that automatically. But saying you were right acknowledges that you can unbend enough to admit, yeah, your way might've worked too, but they weren't wrong. And they did make a tough call or they did make that good decision. And you appreciate that they made that decision. I mean, the overall thing of gratitude and the different ways you can show it is acknowledgement and building the relationship, but it's also making sure that resentment doesn't have a place to live and grow. And (laughs) as somebody who's had failed relationships that centered around many, many things, but one of them being that he could never acknowledge when I was right. And sadly, I could never acknowledge when he was right. That is a breeding ground for resentment. That is where bad feelings and hurt feelings and an inability to communicate and to see the other's perspective, that's where that kind of stuff grows. So when you can show your partner gratitude, I don't care what your role is, you're never too big, bad and domly for a fucking thank you. Um, Then you're creating a very positive space. Of it, it helps with communication helps with good feelings. It makes people want to try harder the next time. It decreases resentment and fear and the negative things. Like I don't want a power exchange built on me being afraid of disappointing John Brownstone. Can that sometimes be an element like, oh, I don't want to disappoint him? Yes, I don't want to disappoint him. But not because I fear the repercussions of disappointing him. That's not really a healthy space to be in. I want to be a positive force. I want the things that we do to be positive. And when they don't work out and when things do go wrong, I want us to be in this place of being able to talk to one another and to say the hard things. And part of being able to say the hard things means you gotta say the positive things that you don't have to say. And no, you don't have to show gratitude. You don't have to say thank you. You don't have to acknowledge that your partner was right. You don't have to praise them just for making an effort. You don't have to do any of that. But if what you're trying to build is a healthy, long-term relationship, 
with a lot of trust that's open to communication that can grow and thrive as you both grow and change, then part of that is unbending enough to, to show some gratitude. That's all I'm saying. So like I said at the top, uh, if you want to do a deeper dive into our thoughts, or especially our mutual thoughts, uh, me and John Brownstone on gratitude, uh, I will link to the episode we did on that in the show notes. Um, I'll also link to the blog post where this week's episode comes from if you prefer to read or because I'm probably a lot more clear in my thoughts in the blog post because I usually am. Um, all that'll be in the show notes. And um, yeah, but just if you haven't said thank you to your partner in a while, maybe today's a good day to say thank you. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but that's it for me and us uh, this Tuesday. We will be back together on Friday for an unknown topic. We have not figured it out yet, but we will and we will be there. And thanks for listening, y'all. Bye. Bye.